Hear ye, hear ye. This whole cast is back for week three. We have another special guest with us today after Tuttle has chased his dreams and finally doing projections for UCL lineups. So we're going to be talking all about week three. If you don't know what's going to be happening in week three, the good news is neither do we. So stick around. It's a swole cast here on rudagrinders.com. You see the static from the swole cast? I was like, yep, that's me. I just want you guys to know I'm total dust. I'm the problem. Hear ye, hear ye. Leave it to the guy with the crypto dunes, Abby, to not understand content. <laughs> I should have known you getting 30 likes was directly written by someone else. <laughs> you know me. I don't do a, a ton of research before the show. I've put no research into this. Don't know if it's true at all. You're but on the right show. To it, bro. Live a little. <laughs> live a little. Just live a little, guys. Welcome back. It's the Swolecast for week three, the premier first look show where... Um, we just kind of find out together. We walk this road together, and I want to welcome in Pat Corain. People know might know Pat as uh, the guy who famously gives offensive line takes for the NFL draft on this show. And I want to say really quick, did you watch the Sunday night game with the Pats and the Dolphins, Pat? I did, yeah. Did you realize that the guy that caught that pass that almost had the first down, you actually mentioned in a bit on the whole cast back in the day? Cole <laughs> I did oh, not. Yeah. Cole I did not remember that. Yeah. True story. True story. Right. And we have you back here. Also, just to kind of set the table, Tuttle's not here. We're moving the show because of Tuttle. Peter, you want to take it from here? With Overzet's overview or the behind no. the scenes scheduling? No, with the Tuttle? behind, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Tuttle, like Kitchen mentioned, he is now deep in the soccer projection streets. That butts up against the Swolecast start time. So going forward, massive announcement. And I will say, I did break this scoop in my friend tech room earlier today. Beat Davis <laughs> Maddox with a scoop, actually. We will be moving the show up 30 minutes going forward, 1 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays. Um, there's lots of ramifications for this. One, we're actually only going to get Tuttle for 45 minutes because he has a hard out at 145, which means yeah. Kitchen will need to do a good job hosting and getting the Tuttle's terrible take before then. This also means I will no longer be eating salads on the show because I'll be coming directly from XM Radio to the show. I'll have no time to go fix a salad to eat out of a giant metal bowl. So Kitchen, I mean, this is sending shockwaves through the industry yeah. and, and really changes the entire fabric of this show. Uh, for sure. Yeah. One Eastern, um, going forward, better for marketing. Also want to just give a shout out to people. I asked you to step up last weekend. You did. We had almost 500 likes on the show. We had 7,200 viewers. Um, and Matt D 86 doing the Lord's work out there says video starts at 2135. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Letting the people know on last week's stream when the actual football content starts um, for those that, that want to do that. So Matt D 86 um, DM the Swolecast account on Twitter and get your, I feel shirt. like 
that's taking on a big level of responsibility because it's not just when it starts. It's then there's times where you're saying, and then it stops here, and then it starts back up here, and then they finally start talking about wide receivers here. Like, if you are going to take yeah. on the responsibility of actually doing timestamps yeah. for when we talk about football, that's a very intensive job. Well, you really yeah, only have to have... capture about five minutes of the entire show, though. Yeah. <laughs> it is one of those things. Now that I have YouTube TV, you can catch up on like the highlights, the key clips. This uh -huh. could be a four-minute show, Ooh, for sure. <laughs> That's uh, pushing it, way, way to hook our look. We've been getting some pretty monster view numbers, too, for the first look. Yeah. And you start this off. Your hook is, no. we don't know anything. Let's figure it out together. And then you <laughs> say you could essentially distill the information down to set, four minutes. Way to sell set, it, Kitchen. We're setting the table. Setting the table. Also, people that are might be tuning in for the first time, because we did have some first-time viewers last week. Uh, Pat won $2 million playing best ball. Um, and he is reinvesting that into everything but lighting for in, his in, into friend tech. I heard, I heard, I heard he was just going to deposit a hundred ETH into friend tech and buy all his friends. Karain's got the silver lighting going on right now, so um, you know, I actually I adjusted the lighting before we started because it was pretty bad, and this is better than what it was before. I like I like going all dark for it. All right, um, Davis. How was your week last week? It was a really brutal week. I had a funeral. Uh, I had to travel. Uh, I made an F minus swap off Pukunakua in cash. It just was it, like all the worst things about football season where you have people in your life who don't understand the sanctity of a Sunday when yeah. you're traveling, at a funeral. when at you a, have did, a bad you talk team. about the funeral now? <laughs> I just in general, just in general, when you when you have to plan your life out and there are people who are like, why is that guy on his phone? Like it just you you guys, you guys, I'm sure everyone has experienced this in their own way. When you butt up, you weren't giving people. the eulogy while you were checking. Right? No, no. But you guys, you guys know what I mean, where where you have there is a, a group activity planned in the fall and people do not understand what a Sunday entails when you are a sicko. Like it just it's just. It's not GTO. It's it's yeah, just it's no. just not GTO. So last this week why, last week was pretty brutal. This is why fall weekends, uh, fall weddings on the weekend should also be banned. I mean, they really yeah. they really should. I, Davis, how did you I'm in how did wedding. you swap off a guy that ended up being ten percent owned in tournaments? I, I swapped off Nakua in cash. I know, and I'm saying he was ten percent owned in tournaments. My team was that bad. I had every uh, every bad cash play from the noon games. I had Calvin Ridley, uh, AJ Dillon, Josh Kelly, like every every play that was bad. I I had so I was like I'm drawn. Now I didn't realize that everyone else played as bad as me because again I'm not at my computer. I don't have all my stuff, so I'm not able to go through and see how owned all the terrible plays were. Uh, as as easily I'm, I'm like texting nate and sammy like what do you guys think dude should i swap off puka and um they they you know it, it is what it is what it is. It was a terrible swap though uh yeah. puka nakua to Jahan dotson negative 27 mm. point swap um Ooh. not great not great oh man if only you had someone in your life that was a pro puka guy that could you would, you know, David, I guarantee you did not play. I guarantee you, you did not play Puka in cash. And I, I bet you also played Musgrave over Kincaid because you don't know ball. <laughs> I won on FanDuel by 0 0.02. Uh, by 0 0.02, like 50th 
in like all my things, despite like it was a brutal sweat because I had Pollard and Connor. Shout out to uh, those who dissed Connor last week. Um, and I was going up against Cowboys defense, which just kept on scoring points. And it was getting really annoying. So we're gonna, we're about to build a lineup here in a second. We're going to go over, obviously, just the, the slate in general. But before we do that, let's get to Mr. Peter Overzet's overview. He's got that dog in him. What? He's got that dog in him. What? <laughs> Overzet's overview. Come on. All right, still demonetized, huh? We're, we're still, still demonetized. Still yeah, which hurts. I mean, if we're getting six, six thousand, seven thousand views, I mean, yeah. if we're actually dialed in with our YouTube AdSense, I mean, we could be getting tens of dollars if we set mm-hmm. that up correctly Does right it. now. Does um, all right. As we kind of already addressed, uh, Tuttle is not going to be here for this week's app. He made it exactly two weeks before he decided we were not a priority in his life. And honestly, it's hard to blame him. Like, honestly, who could blame him? Um, let's get to some more uplifting news. Um, the Swolecast crew, we absolutely dusted Clay Matthews last week in the 5K Challenge DoorDash and Clay Matthews Sunday football series. Our team, as many uh, viewers will remember, we put up 150.62 points. We had Goff, we had T. Higgins, we had James Cook. While Clay Matthews, in this contest, who certainly did not make his own lineup, played Joshua Kelly and Adam Bagel Troutman. What a loser. Send me a head-to-head, Clay Matthews. (laughs) Now, for some more sobering news. Oh, no. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. I know what he's doing. I forgot I had one of my props out here. Um, Now... For more sobering news, over the past week, I've essentially been catfished and led astray and rug pulled by two of my co-hosts on this show. Let me explain. Let's first start with David Kitchen, who recently launched a newsletter called Cavish that claims to be geared toward men in their 30s and 40s trying to live a little. And in his most recent post, Kitchen tried to Trojan horse an affiliate link to Adidas under the guise of a shoe sale. But that isn't even the real crime. I was happy to click his affiliate link to support him. No, I said, sure, let me get one of these pairs of shoes that I certainly don't need. And this is what shows up at my door. Shoes with a bored fucking (laughs) ape on it. That I'm now holding up like Paris Hilton on Jimmy Fallon's couch. I mean, seriously, Kitchen, what the hell? David, you Kitchen, bought it too. Way, I did not know. I've got the same <laughs> shoe. You did not paper hand ten apes. I did. So I'm it's it's looking. way funnier. It's way funnier that they showed up to David's house and he had to look that shoe in the face. Like I opened <laughs> it up because the other the other part of the shoe is amazing. And so then I had to say, is it me? Am I just drawn to these cartoon apes? Hey, God, this is the real question. Have you gotten any other angry people who got influenced by you who bought these shoes? Or does this mean I'm the only one clicking your affiliate link? <laughs> no, I've, there are other people There are other people buying shoes. They love their shoes. I, I regret that you and I were the only ones that bought these particular two pairs of shoes. <laughs> you and I having matching board ape shoes. It really is uh, the best timeline. But I will say, Kitchen, you should be legally required to wear your board ape shoes around the clock as a scarlet letter reminder for all of your board ape transgressions over the years. Um, 
All right, but let's move on to my other co-host, Davis Maddock, who has now posted about friend tech on social media multiple times now. And I did decide to take the plunge. I scrounged up enough ETH and I bought his key. And what was I met with this morning? The very first post I saw was a list of leg workouts he did at the gym. It's the worst 0.163 ETH I've ever spent in my life. That could have been four pairs of board ape tennis shoes that I spent <laughs> on Davis Maddox friend tech. But I think the real concern here, Davis, and you might need to, um, to help me out here is what about us OG supporters on the Davis Maddox take cast Patreon? How long until the, uh, Ahsoka content migrates over to friend tech because I think it's a slippery slope. I mean, are, what are you going to do for us core supporters? Are you going to forget us on the Patreon Davis? No, it stays, it stays the same already. We're recording. I'm recording with Brian and John in the morning. Same, same thing. Same thing as always. The keys are the keys. The Patreon is the Patreon. You just, uh, you, you, it's a menu. You take what you like and you leave the rest. And if you don't want to spend any money, I do hours and hours of free content every week too. So people can just, they can, they can have what they'd like. Hours and All hours right. or hour and hour of free content. <laughs> <laughs> hours and hours, David, I stand by it. Maybe what I should do to boost my friend tech yeah. numbers. We'll see if anyone else is a similar size shoe as yeah. me. Maybe I give these away to one of <laughs> don't my, you my dare. Tech <laughs> The board ape giveaway. Hey, why don't you do something for your man's coin bag holders? Uh, because yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, take that little board eighth patch off and put a man's coin patch. Ooh, there. that's a good I thought idea. about doing that that's with pretty moon cool. cats. I really did. And you cannot see it when you have your shoes tied. I wore them the other night, but you Wait, know that what they're... is so hilarious is I really actually like this shoe. Otherwise, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a cool shoe. It's a nice shoe. It was very cheap, but there's a reason why it was cheap. No, how does it not oh, on the geez. website? How does it not show the ape? It how does it show, not show, hey, the, show the inside? Show the they're trying to sell the them, tongue, Davis. <laughs> what am I showing, Kitchen? The inside of the tongue. I'm not sure if you've seen, but they are oh. an accessory. It's, Two red hearts. It's, it's the heart glasses that the board ape wears. It's so it, it is terrible. Are you doing a review, um, or do you? Have that more? would be right, that would be enough. Yeah. For me to never purchase an Adidas product again, if they sent that to my house, I would just be like, "That's that is it, absolutely never again." Like that company, no chance. They're out forever. Um, but yeah, Dave, nine teams with implied team totals over twenty-five points this week. Back to you. <laughs> Someone said, "Not gonna lie, I forgot Pat was here." Yeah, so did Pete. No, well, no, no mention of the overview. Here's the thing. We didn't book Corain until after I had written the Overzets overview. I literally have a calendar reminder where I write the Overzets overview in the morning. Didn't know Corain was booked, so he didn't make it into the script. I'm sorry. Incredible. Sorry. All right. Well, well uh, I wasn't I promise... at that point. <laughs> I was booked after. If it makes you well, feel any I better, I asked JJ before, uh, before you. And JJ is, quote, <laughs> it Makes unquote, me feel worse. <laughs> busy until friday i i I asked i asked jj reeves silva and thorman and they all said no and i was like you know what silva gave you the not wave they all all said they're too busy they all said they're too busy dude don't they didn't win they didn't didn't win they didn't win two million dollars last year so they're they're quite busy i i I put aside uh some time just for you do you know why those guys are idiots because i know the calculus they're doing in their head they're going like 
how can this benefit me like in any way whatsoever? And sure, you're not going to get any followers. You're going to probably look dumb. You're probably going to waste an hour of your life, but it'll do wonders for your brand in your Q rating. When you come on this show, your Q rating goes up and God, I've seen some of Silva's takes out there. He could use a Q rating boost. So if he, if he's going to be turning his nose up to this show, have fun staying poor in the Q rating streets, Silva. <laughs> all right uh let's uh let's move on to this week it's i don't know last week last week was fine it was fine it wasn't as it bad was as just week a, one. it was a hard slate like yeah, the like the value options like aj Dillon and josh kelly everyone in the world's been burned by those guys 400 times like don't, it just don't play running backs against the titans and i'm saying that with a running back that might be valuable against the titans this yeah week. literally like the num like literally the <laughs> number one play of the week is against the titans this week but can we titans just do this are we doing runs. the run funnel pass funnel stuff no again yeah, i think no. we are we, yeah, fantasy, titans are big football, pass funnel fantasy football has moved on past this we've moved we've moved past this like sure not the Josh rhetoric Kelly, Jo I mean, Jerome Ford is going to get 14 carries. He is going to score one touchdown. He's going to get six targets. He's going to catch four of them for 26 yards. And he is going to be a perfectly cromulent play for 4,800 DraftKings dollars. I think, Kitchen, the thing, by the way, though, do you like, have. Oh, go ahead, Pat. Well, last week, you know, like if the run, you're saying the run funnel stuff is, was, was talked about a lot, which it was. Um, but Kelly was still chalk. And, so I, I kind of feel like if you're, if it's not really priced in, even if it's kind of being bandied about, then we should factor it. I mean, the Titans, the Titans are very good against the run. It's not just like teams like to pass against them. They're good at stopping the run. I will say though, that you have a contributing factor. Not only do you have the, the pass funnel thing, but there are so many Kareem Hunt slappies out there that think he's mm -hmm. like Jameer Gibbs that just got signed to this backfield where they've been I, in my mentions are, all morning. <laughs> the cream hunt slappies are just out of control. I like he's, he's Melvin Gordon. He's Kenyon Drake. He is not anything that is going to change. Jerome dude, he got $4 million in incentives, dude. They, they didn't sign him because they had Nick Chubb. <laughs> I can't with the slappies. <laughs> uh, Pat, as far as like injury news that you're monitoring, that you're providing to, you know, people that follow legendary upside, and legendaryupside.com what are you what are you out there looking like like is anthony richardson for sure not playing this week are we getting Minshew this week uh well you know this isn't really what i do at legendaryupside.com i just kind of sit back and wait and uh see if he's practicing uh and then i and then i put out an article on friday i don't think okay. he's playing though i wrote i actually wrote up the colts like he's not playing um and it's probably better for uh michael Pittman that he's not playing um because I think this this matchup sort of sets up as one where you'd probably rather have Minshew out there. Um, the you know they're pretty good in coverage, so you know I think Minshew probably means better things for Pittman, who's the only guy in this passing offense I'm interested in. Davis, your boy Patrick Mahomes up against the Bears this week. They had the highest team total. How much Patrick Mahomes will you have this week? Probably not all that much. Um, really? Although their pa their passing tree, their passing tree. Well, 
I guess it's a little bit easier this week because there's a couple minimum price guys, but Tony didn't practice today. Richie James sounds like he might even head to the designated for return IR with an MCL sprain. So maybe their passing tree gets a little bit more narrow. You know, maybe Tony doesn't play. James doesn't play. You assume that Justin Ross really can't play more than like nine snaps in a football game at this stage in his career. Someone said the most depressing thing to me earlier today in Pete's discord. They said every Richie James team could have been a Puka Nakua team. And that just, <laughs> buddy, that, that hit me in the heart. I just, I haven't really recovered. I haven't Think really about recovered. the Michael Wilson teams. No, no, we're coping. We're coping. We're Wilson coping. We're coping. Yeah. we're coping on Michael Wilson. Cause Dobbs, actually seems like uh i don't know he's like basically sam howell it's fine um, it is crazy that the chiefs have a 30 point team total the greatest quarterback of all time and one of the easiest defensive matchups going against at home and we have like zero dfs or fantasy sky i mean sky like i think sky, right? skies is 4400 gets the gets the touchdown last week saw its snap share decrease a little bit but that really was just because watson played a little bit more you figure that watson probably just subsumes whatever richie james left like i Kadarius tony feels maxed out at like 19 snaps right now then maybe that'll change I, mean, I actually think this is what is going to end up happening i mean just broadly for the kansas city chiefs they're going to get to a spot where they have to win games now it's not going to be this week it's not going to be next week they play the jets next week but they're just going to have to put Tony out there because they're just getting nothing from Sky and Watson and MBS. And they're just like, dude, we got to have someone who can get open. Like, just how, how can we get excited? I mean, Ty, Sky Moore had 8% of the targets week one, 10% week two. The highest two target percentages over two weeks for the Chiefs were both week one Kadarius Tony, 14%, Rashi Rice, 14%. No one even eclipsed 13% in week two, and they were led by Watson and Tony. It is, it's an awful situation. The, the thing with Sky, too, he, when you look at the first reads, he was at 10% in week one. And then that dropped to 6% last week. Like they don't, they're not game planning with him in mind at all. No, he, would you he say sky got... is the limit? <laughs> no, no, no. I, Fortunately I not. I mean, the, the nice thing, the nice thing I would say is that if at any point you get the Kansas city wide receiver rotation, right. <laughs> before the market does you are going to get exponentially paid off because the ownership on these guys other than kelsey is going to be zero and i mean hardman had a three touchdown game last year juju had like a couple games sky feels like a guy who could have the gadget three touchdown game i mean he's just got to right. tell tony to line we up don't on the wrong really side of talk the about sky just yet we're still on quarterbacks so mm. we spent way too much time on sky we got to start well, it's, dialing it's, down with only it's 45 related. minutes with only 45 right. minutes. It's related so, to how uh, you play Mahomes. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Other quarterbacks that you like this week, Pete? Well, I think the top plays probably Lamar Jackson, uh, 7,700. Yes. This Colts secondary has been pretty bad. I think that's going to be fun. You now get Mark Andrews back in it. And then you do have that game with the 54-point total with Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert. I think both of those guys obviously are are pretty interesting in that spot. Are you worried at all about Lamar Jackson and just not being – I don't know. Like, has he – He's maybe last awesome. week. He's like, look, probably the best he ever has in his career throwing the ball. They're just not designing as, rushes. As that was supposed to say, last week it was like all the rushes were in the second half and they were not off of like designed 
runs. And that's really what we're wanting out of Lamar. Also, uh, didn't they have a couple of rushing touchdowns last week that were week not one. Lamar Jackson? It was frustrating. Well, week one, they had three, and then right. Edwards scored one. So I, I think being worried about Lamar Jackson is silly. He's going to have multiple 40 burgers this year. The offense looks I'm, really good. I'm looking, though, at the like projections that we have in RG, and, and I, I wish Tuttle was here instead of Corrine because uh, <laughs> I want – like he's like not even in the top 10, top 15. Really might not be. I didn't realize I'm like Dave's asked five people. Pete asked some people. Kitchen's asking everybody. I didn't include you in the overdose overview. We Kitchen just said he wished our regular host was here. Davis tried 19 <laughs> other people. And this is how we treat a multi-millionaire who was willing to come on the show. <laughs> on the show. <laughs> think about how think about how little clout I had before I went to <laughs> I'm starting to All see right, why uh, Silva and JJ didn't want to come on the show. <laughs> uh, who are some of the guys that you like this week? Here's your time to shine. Uh, I, I like the Kirk Cousins shout. I think that's a really good one. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is a little bit interesting as, as like a very clear bounce back candidate. Uh, his success rate's been pretty solid this year, but uh, just you know, kind of been dealing with like some kind of fluky. Fluky. Uh, yeah. yeah, like that that fumble return thing. Like his his EPA per play, I think, really understates his upside. Uh, and then I would say Tua. Tua's in a really good spot. Um, this Denver pass defense looks looks real bad. Do you like him more if Waddle does not play? So you get you can you can play a little Barrios, you can play a little Durham Smythe, or or do you think that that is just an overall net negative on the offense not have him out there? It's a net negative, but you, you're playing Tyreek if Waddle doesn't go. Sure. And then I, I do think you can do – I think River Craycraft is actually, it's you know, crazy. in play. Barrios, Barrios ran – he's 46 routes to Craycraft 24, though. Right, but Craycraft was outside for all of his routes and I think would maybe be more of a direct replacement for Waddle. Okay. I hopped in a couple of the early Battle Royale contests when it dropped, and uh, River Craycraft had a higher ADP than DJ Moore uh, at the start. Well, wow. I mean, just, just, justified, right? As I love comes at you. If you played college football DFS back in the day, you know River Craycraft, Washington State's finest. Um, on Hunter? the opposite side of that Jacksonville game is Houston. And, like, they've actually looked good throwing the ball with cj stroud well they're like they're like plus four percent pass rate over expected getting absolutely blown out in every game yeah tank dell tank dell is like he's the short king who is promised i mean he looked phenomenal is, and he might be the chalkiest guy this week no ford will be Don't know about the, that. the money's out there for you, David. If you want to fade Jerome Ford in cash, you're, you're gonna you're gonna get to as much action as you can possibly handle. I mean, Jamal Williams, week one, last week, Kelly. Yeah, Jamal I Williams think, stinks though. Like he stinks hard. Kelly wasn't much better, but uh, like Ford, we don't even know what his role is going to be. It could be Pierre Strong coming in and catching all the passes for this pass funnel. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like literally insane. Like a- anything is possible other than that. Don't you think, Ford's though, that this might been be low? I, I don't think he sets up like he's he's kind of you're you're betting he can rip off some long plays like he did. 
last week. But the the thing that's different too is at least with the Josh Kelly play, you could hang your hat on this is gonna be a functional offense. They're gonna move the ball. Justin Herbert's gonna get them in scoring position. I mean, Deshaun Watson is so ass. Kitchen must be advancing zero percent of his (laughs) best ball teams. (laughs) Like I want nothing to do with this offense in in general from a macro standpoint. It is so bad right now. I was actually gonna say the opposite because like we've all the only thing we've heard about this titans defense is that it's like a pass funnel defense so if if deshaun watson if they can figure out their offensive line and he can like evade some of these rushers for the titans like they are going to get a lot of passing yards like they the secondary for the titans not great the front is and so that's where i would want to be targeting I mean, Cooper if Elijah Moore could like just do yeah. 100% of a cool thing instead of 98% of a cool thing, yeah, you know, <laughs> he like makes a sweet catch and then he just takes that right foot and just puts it out of bounds. It's just, come on, dude, just get like, I don't know, they're they're close to being more functional. Okay, um, speaking of guys that we want to be more functional, Justin Fields. Anyone have any sort of I think I think you can play a little bit of fields this week, like totally, totally naked or playing with Kelsey or whatever. Um, the Chiefs defense has looked great through two games, but that feels like a real uh, if or a, a win, not if situation of when they start to give it up because it is like a pretty uh, talent barren unit and he should be like relatively low owned. Um, I, I like uh, I like uh goff against atlanta get at, at home now st brown might not play that would make me feel differently because then they would be pretty bereft of talent but uh i mean you can lose with kyle pitts for the millionth week in a row you could play drake no. london i mean we saw ritter ritter threw the ball 39 times last week when they got behind the packers um yeah, so everyone but pitts yeah i mean i think i think we can we could probably schedule Kyle Pitts's funeral for like a Thursday um, instead of a weekend. I'm, but yeah, I'm, I still have a little bit of belief in Kyle Pitts. I, I want to try to time like the the Pico bottom of Kyle Pitts. Two, I'm just waiting two, for that week where he's 2,900 and 5% owned. And then I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's two back. for 27 in a game that Ritter threw 39 times that the Falcons win and that Johnny Smith goes four for 47. It's not. It's not what you did have a couple of red zone targets in that game, though. If you're he, actually watching the uh, the quad box, he has a 30 percent air yard share, which which leads all tight ends, and he's running around on 92 percent of dropbacks. So I, I think there's like he's like a super inconsistent deep threat with on a on a Desmond Ritter team. So I'm not like trying to paint this massive, you know, yeah, Dalton Schultz or Kyle Pitts rest of the season. You know, that's where we're at right now. So I, I'd take Pitts, but. All right, let's, you know, um, you know let's, who else we should – can I mention one more quarterback here yeah, real quick? Sure. So I know by, like, expected point stuff, he's been, like, overachieving. But you got Jordan Love at 5,600. We just got the news. Christian Watson's back at practice today. Matt LaFleur has been calling really good games. I mean, for his price Aren't you worried? versus the Saints. No. Aren't you worried about the Saints' defense? They look legit. No. Mm, no. Patch, back me up here. I actually do think it's a – not a great matchup for Jordan Love. Let's go. They uh, they don't they don't get the to the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't get to the quarterback, but uh, they've been very good in coverage. 
And I, and Jordan Love is currently last in completion percentage over expected. I think that's partially related to the fact that he hasn't had Watson and he's dealing with, you know, a receiver core that's not very good. But it's still not great if you're going up against a good coverage unit and you're inaccurate. Um, I, I'd rather have him against like a uh, a defense that can get pressure because then he runs around and then it can be a little fun. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going could kind of be a coming back down to earth week for him. Yeah. Give me Russ or CJ instead of uh, instead of Jordan Love this week. I'm really surprised right. you didn't lead the show with Gardner Minshew. I really thought that was the direction you were. I mean, go. he is 51. He is 5100. Gardner Minshew and Cash. I just, I think that Tank Dell is gonna let you do whatever you want in Cash, basically. <laughs> Tank Dell and a tight end. Like, anytime you have a min price receiver, you don't have to. Like the the tough times. Here, Dave. Let's Dave. Let's do let's do a little ball knowing quiz for you are you playing dalton kincaid at 3400 or luke musgrave at 3300 do you know ball enough to pick the right answer yeah kincaid okay all right you know ball you pass dave knows ball all right let's move on let's create a DraftKings lineup unless patrick you want to derail the show again (laughs) join just join being here dave (laughs) just happy to be part of the gang Bet, I'm gonna let you have the first pick. Hang of on, the show. Kitchen, but Let me before we start. Me, let's get to Pete with some important. Yes. I I am glad to see that despite just being a total loser, Clay Matthews is back out here trying to uh, take our money in the 5K challenge, DoorDash, and Clay Matthews Sunday football series. It is tempting to go back to the well with a head-to-head against Clay Matthews and just dunk on that loser, but. I think today we're going to be tossing this lineup in the 5K Royal Caribbean weekend throwdown. It just sounded so tropical that I can't resist it, guys. Just crazy. All right, let's uh, let's start with you, Pat. Which shouldn't they go with like the punch there instead of throwdown weekend punch? You know, give I, it a little. I agree. I agree. It's opportunity. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I don't know. So. I'm not sure like where the the DFS discourse is at. You know, I'm I'm kind of in the. This the, is a first look show, here. so we we yeah. create we the set discourse, the discourse. Basically. Okay, we so we yeah. set it. That's good. That's good. Um, I, I'm gonna go Jordan Addison. Ooh, I, I think like I think uh, the Chargers they are letting up the the highest rate of explosive plays, uh, explosive passing plays this year. A lot of that's due to having played the Dolphins, who put up 17, 15 plus yard passing plays against them, which is absolutely nuts. But, you know, the Vikings are set up to do the same. And Addison is really uh, delivering downfield. Got a really high ADOT. uh, And he's seeing a lot of single coverage because of Justin Jefferson. So I like him this week. All righty. I'm going to take this time then to insert my own pick. And we'll go with Mike Williams on the other side. And you've picked a good player. You say that every week. Week one, you said that about Puka Nakua. Week two, you said that about James Conner. Week three, you'll be saying it about Mike Williams, who has just had a little bit of bad luck <laughs> and is in an explosive spot. And is this game, if if it goes off, he'll be good. Like, I don't know how chalky he's going to be at 6K because people are going to be going everywhere he, else. He won't but be, I, think I don't he's, think. He's I'll take I'll take I'll take Herbert then. I'll just I'll just get it out of the way and I'll take Justin Herbert with my pick. Set up our game stack. 
Pete. Um, all right. I'm going to pick the same guy that I picked last week, at least in one of our lineups. I want to go back to the Zay Flowers well at 5,400. I know his targets came way down. Mark Andrews back, but Odo Beckham seems like he's not going to play this this week. And I just love this spot for the Ravens uh, pass game against the Colts. I like it. Okay. The, the the Colts secondary is like one of the biggest messes ever. Who? Zay Flowers. Zay, Zay Flowers. So Thank sorry. you. <laughs> the guy with no video was, on comes on and says who? I was so confused at who said that. <laughs> Shout out producer Sosa for his weekly cameo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um Back to you, Pat. So I think it's back to you, Patrick. I'm going to go Kyle Pitts. Fuck it. Oh, no. no. Why? Wow. He's 3,900. Explain yourself. He's 39. I was thinking, oh, I might go Sam Laporta because, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown might be out and he's only 4,000. I look one spot lower. There's Kyle Pitts. The the prophecy is coming true. Week one, 4,500. Week two, 4,200. Week three, 3,900. We're going to get $3,600. Kyle, when does he, when does he get, when does he get to 2,900? That's when I start when it's like, when it's like him or Durham Smythe. That's when I start getting interested. Yeah. But when, um, but but why would be my question? Is it just because he's 3,900 and you want to play pits under 4K? I mean, that's that's most of the reason. There's a guy we have to play in this lineup now to build on what Pat did. Jameer his Gibbs. name rhymes with Shamir Fibs. Yeah, Let's I'll take, it. I'll take, I'll take Gibbs. I actually don't think he's that strong of a play this week. I think Cook, <laughs> ETN are are way better. But I, I agree with you, Davis. But I'm like, if Kyle Pitts, if we're getting a negative game script where they're throwing a bunch, I mean, Jameer Gibbs has to be part of this. And Amon Ross St. Brown didn't practice today; has the toe injury. They're saying he's day to day. Jameer Gibbs isn't. Mir Gibbs season. Let's Sorry, win. I know I jumped the line for my pick there, but I was just trying to help my boy Pat out after a Q rating hit with that. All right, selection. I'll take. Yeah, I'll take. Listen, I'll I mean, take. after the week, let's see. Let's see. It's going to be even worse. It's going to be even a bigger Q rating. I'll take ETN. I'll take ETN as my pick. Nice. Yeah, should be. The, this uh, actually should be a script those, where you can get twenty carries. Those Tank Bigsby bags uh, feeling pretty heavy right now. Not as heavy as your Deshaun Watson bags. <laughs> Listen, my highest <laughs> my highest owned player is Tannehill. So after last week, he's basically the QB one now. He's how many how many now. teams have you got and looked at and you're like, God, yes, I have so much Puka Nakua, and then Deshaun Watson is the quarterback on every <laughs> single one of those teams? It's like Everyone, like on Spike Week, you can see your exposure. And then players that are out for the season, there's this line through it. And it's like Dobbins. Um, not a lot of Dobbins. I, I don't do, yeah. yeah. So, and then some other guys who just are not doing great. But there are, I am advancing 25% of my DK Millie teams. So, nice. half you, a pack man. coming up. Okay. We need, I'm just going to put, uh, Jets D in there against New England just to see what we can get. Um, and so we have a tight end and flex at 4650. And, there's a, if we uh, want to spend up a little bit, there's a flex play that's all right. Who? Jerome Ford. 
<laughs> I'm 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 no. slapping I'm slapping with Jerome Ford. I don't care. No, it's very slappy. If he's gonna be chalk, I mean, if he, if if everyone was afraid of the Jerome Ford, ball, Jerome Ford, no, Jerome Ford was on pace to be on like thirty-seven percent of my best ball teams if he didn't what? get injured in three why seasons. Why do we go? Nico? Hear me out. I got a good one, guys. We're betting on this game. Eckler isn't playing again. Flop sure. lag, Josh sign, Kelly sign, week. Sign me Get up. the double sign stack up. up at fifty four hundred. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do yeah. it. Fine by me. God, I'm having I'm a gonna, good show. Yeah, you <laughs> I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a bunch of Josh Kelly, honestly. Pete, yeah, I just wrote him up. You, I I like the setup for him. Pete, ever since you bought those shoes, you've had some really <laughs> good shoes. Diamond feet. All right, uh, let's move on to running back now. And we just talked about Josh Kelly. We've talked about Ford. Let's talk about. I mean, imagine of- not being so long on Tony Pollard. You can't even see the horizon and then passing up on it. He dude got 33 touches in a no doubter win against the but Jets. They were okay. So here's the, here is my complaint here about his touches is that they had multiple plays inside the five where he was not getting the ball. He leads the NFL and carries inside the red zone. I'm not sweating it in any way. He leads the NFL in expected points. Like, it's all window dressing. Tony Pollard is going to score the most fantasy points of any non-quarterback this year, unless he gets hurt. So just I watched the tape, and I hope he does, because I drafted him a ton of them. But as someone who had him in FanDuel last week, it was frustrating when they would bring in Rico when they were on the one and two-yard line. Like, he did not get any, uh, a lot of, he like he could have had a monster day, and that's the thing about Pollard the first two weeks is that these have just been like kind of mediocre games for him, and he still has got over twenty. Like, yes, there is there is an eruption spot for him. So I mean, I I agree there. Pete, any other running backs in that kind of upper tier division you like? Well, I mean, Bijan is just so firmly in play every single week now. And I, I would argue his price is still too cheap. Like, he feels to me like he should be like a weekly $8,500 kind of guy. He's so goddamn good. I mean, the ball so knowers good. have the ball knowers just have to be drooling watching him. Although it's funny, the, the ball knowers have to be sweating, don't know which button to press meme. Like, Bijan is him or... Tyler Algier is actually really underrated. Like the ball knowers are very confused over which RB they need to praise more <laughs> in that offense. But Bijan is like, if if he starts, if it if they do give him goal line work and they just kind of relegate Algier to like mop up duty between the twenties, like keep Bijan fresh type stuff. I mean, Bijan, you do your legendary upside stuff. Like Bijan could be like six and a half targets per game, three green zone touches per game. Like he just he could he could go nuts. Yeah. The, the receiving stuff has been really nice for him. He's a 24% target share. So that, that leads to all running backs. Um, and he's been, a, he's been efficient as a receiver. And then he's been an amazing rusher. Uh, he still, he needs a bigger share of the team attempts to really like completely go off, but he's a rookie running back. So, you know, you, you would expect he, he's at, he's at 20 points per game and they're not even letting him get into like third gear. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, too, is they haven't even been forced into any truly gross negative game scripts, right? Like, they've won both of these games. Now they're on the road against the Lions the following week on the road against the Jags. Like, if we get them down 10, like, the amount of Bijan we could see in the passing game could be incredible from a PPR perspective. 
All right. Um, Pete, have you changed your tone on James Conner since last week? Hang on. Let me ask me if I can, <laughs> you know, envision all these things. That no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to ask you after last week, you see the usage. James, James you Conner want me to is take the, an L dude. on James Conner when he's up to 6,300 against the best defense against in football. The Cowboys? Be a no take your win and get game, out, dude. Cash out, kitchen. Cash, cash out. out. The cat. The cash out button is right there, Dave. We'll let you cash out for for cash a dollar. Out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll let you cash out for an eight percent victory. Do you want to take that? I just realized yeah. Dave's wearing a freaking Adidas hat, just doing more marketing for for the Board Ape Yacht Club right now. This super white hat. This is my pickleball Duffing hat. his coffers with my dirty Board Ape shoe money. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, I will say that uh, Jerome Ford on FanDuel looks like a lock. I just don't why, think he's... Why wouldn't he be a lock on FanDuel but not on DraftKings? Because if you look at um, the prices on DraftKings, he's 4800 and there still is like some... It's like as cheap guys as like, a running back could get on DraftKings. In Dave. the 6K range, but look, he's 5600 on... I mean, okay, FanDuel. Dave, Dave, let's play game. And on FanDuel, you, have- you want to get your... Hold on. You want to get your premium... T- it's different than... DraftKings, Davis, don't shake your head because you don't, you're not in the FanDuel cash reads like I am. You want to pay up you know for what? tight end. True. And so Davis, you need you a cheap FanDuel running back. Last week? I did not play. I did not play on FanDuel last week. I barely, I barely had enough time Shocker. to off uh, a Mazda Shocker. Miata on DraftKings. So I, I'm doing, I'm doing my best over here. Uh, Dave, let, let's go points per dollar, guys. You tell me if you'd like any of these guys more. Than Jerome Ford, Khalil Herbert, fifty-one hundred. Do you want Jerome Ford or Khalil Herbert in cash or tournaments? Tournaments, give me Herbert. Jesus Christ! All right, Zach Moss, fifty-five hundred dollars against the Baltimore Ravens in tournaments. Yeah, in tournaments, I don't really sure. Like him. I don't really like him. Damian Damian oh, Pierce, fifty-two hundred dollars against the Jaguars. No, like, why are you just give me like? Like bad running backs. That's that. That's not the. Did, point. I'm literally. I literally sorted by points per dollar on rotogrinders.com. Yeah, flip the build. Like, don't give me bad. Don't give me like. But Miles there are Sanders. there are really good. There are really good punt plays at wide receiver. Tank and and the Miami guys. If Waddle doesn't play. And this is what right. I'm saying is that you don't have to go with Jerome Ford if you don't want to. It's the whole. That's true. I throw running back here all the time. <laughs> it's, Dave, Dave, that was very philosophical. You, you don't have to. It's true. You don't. You just don't know. Okay. Um, uh, go ahead. Thanks for throwing it to me, Dave. Yeah, I wanted to throw out uh, Ramondre <laughs> yes. Stevenson. <laughs> who yes. I think, yeah, and I Kenneth mean, Walker, too? Like these guys that are guaranteed touches? Well, yeah. yeah I was gonna It seems like Pat Stevenson. was specifically honing in <laughs> on Ramondre, and you just wanted to toss in another guy there, Dave. <laughs> He's, uh, he's got a 73% snap share this year. I think, you know, the Ezekiel Elliott stuff uh, has not really been that big of a concern. He has uh, all the inside of the five-yard line attempts. Um, he's got a 9% target share, which is disappointing, but Zeke isn't stealing a ton there. And this could be a, a game where they check down a lot as uh, they deal with, with Jets getting pressure. Yeah. And like you said, Kenneth Walker also getting a ton of snaps there <laughs> for Seattle. <laughs> those are the guys that that we should be targeting that we know all right yep. any other running back takes before we move on to receiver 
Yeah, I got um, I got I got one more. Go ahead, Peter. Oh no, you go for it, Dennis. Well, I just I did mention ETN in passing, but I, I think this is like your classic doesn't project for a huge receiving workload, weird price tag at sixteen hundred. Most lineups will probably just go up to ETN or uh, up to Pollard and or all the way down to the four or five K guys we just discussed. So you're thinking like nine percent ownership and uh, he's amazing. I mean, he's so good. And Bigsby is like at zero after how bad he played in week one. They even brought in Dearness Johnson last week. Uh, Peter and and Pat already mentioned, uh, you know, just expecting a rebound for the Jaguars offense. I think you're looking at like 18 carries, four targets. And if the Bigsby stuff, if he really is at zero and ETN is getting goal line carries, then, mm-hmm. I mean, same thing we were just talking about with Bijan earlier. Like this is a guy who can average 20 fantasy points a game. I got to ask Pat one more because I know this player is very near and dear to his heart as he is mine. What are we doing with Brees Hall at 5,600 this week? Taking L's. I, I think we're waiting. We're waiting. Like he's, he's getting a third of the snaps. He's, uh, you know, not yet a year removed from the ACL tear. He's not supposed to be hundred percent till around week five. They've talked about having a plan for him. I, th- I, I, my read on the Dalvin Cook signing at the time was like, this is to help get Brees back to hundred percent. And that's how they're playing it. So I don't think we're going to see Brees Hall get the workload we need uh, for another probably two weeks. Tony Jones, do we know the running back situation in New Orleans? Kendra Miller, good to go this Kendra week. Kendra Miller. Ooh. 4,300 um, on DraftKings for the Galaxy Brain Tournament, bros. And and also Sam Miller said Brian Robinson Jr. a lot. Yeah. He's a good, uh, not a lock, but he is player. in my nightmares because I remember saying like how I own so much Antonio Gibson. And he said, really? No, Robinson. I said, no, zero. And he's like, he would be a guy that you would like. I would think he'd be a guy that you would like and be wanting to draft. And wow. every time he does something good, I, I think about that. And what Pete said to me it just lingers there. Let's move on to uh, real estate in your dreams in the same way your stupid (laughs) shoes own real estate in mine. (laughs) Is is Miller going to be galaxy brain? Because I think he's a priest. Yes, he's going to be super galaxy brain. He will not be popular. Most, I bet, I bet most sites that drive ownership will have Tony Jones Jr. projected as the lead back. Yeah. And even just using the sentiment, the best ball ADP sentiment index, I mean, Kendra's like ADP just never budged all summer, even when things were kind of breaking right or whatever. Like he's just not a player the market seems to get excited about. Hmm. Packers are not good yep. against the run. All right. All right um, Segue us to our yes. next topic. Yes, wide receiver. Because by this time, Tuttle would have been long gone. We haven't even gotten to a receiver. So. Yeah, how long is the show? Because I actually do have some stuff. I gotta well, do it was a lot shorter before you joined. So um, <laughs> let's uh, get on to wide receiver. If you would have just Feel- more efficiently mentioned Kenneth Walker and Ramondre Stevenson in the same breath, we wouldn't have had to do all of this. Yeah, let's let's roundabout analysis and just get to the point. Um, Adam Thielen or Tank Dell, Pat? Uh, Tank Dell. Please. That's how we're kicking okay, off there the wide go. receiver drama. <laughs> I want to know the cheap wide receiver takes. People will play Adam Thielen this week. He's under 4K. He's 3.9K. Tank Dell is 3.6K. Like Davis. Yes. 
I know you're doing something else right now. I need you to focus in on receivers. Let's we're check out when Davis' talk- last friend tech post was. <laughs> hmm, two minutes ago. He just shared his favorite punt on the UCL slate. That's what we're doing right now, Davis. <laughs> Hey, buddy, oh when you God. are, if you spend your Ethereum on a friend tech key, you get access to me 24 7. But mean I that... did hear Dave, I did hear Dave try and mention Tank Dell and Adam Thielen in the same sentence, to which I say, yeah. grow up and get serious. You can't make me, you can't make me play Adam Thielen when a guy who I liked at the University of Houston is like yeah. a legit smash at 3,600. Like I made, I made, uh, I made Liam draft Tank Dell on a BBM team this summer, and he was like, "Oh, dude, he's got a terrible RAS score." And I said, "Dude, it's Short King summer. You got to pay attention to the Short Kings." And Tank Dell might be the Short King. Who's he might promised. be. He, he might even be. He might even be more of a Short King than our wide receiver sixteen through two games two two Atwell. Speaking of Short Kings, Wandale activated and playing. For the Giants tomorrow on Thursday night, the Short King Summer it, it started out as a bit. It might be real. You might actually need the Short Kings to win Davis, on underdog this year. I don't want to get you too excited, but what if Saquon Barkley doesn't go and they use Wandale out of the backfield as an extension of the run game? People people forget that Wandale was recruited to the University of Nebraska, the University of Nebraska, as a running back. People forget. I don't. I also can we also just marvel that there's been like lots of long think pieces about how the too high, you know, safeties and the cover two is like funneling everything. But the literal solve is to play five, seven guys. Yes. Short King Summer. Who needs to read a 10,000 word think piece when you just have Davis saying Short King Summer? People, because people, I've been having this argument with people. I mean, this is a much larger meta conversation about the NFL, but I've been having this argument for it. I've been having this argument with people specifically about bidding on Tutu last week with some of my co-managers. We're like, dude, he weighs 155 pounds. He's going to break down. I'm like, you guys don't understand. Literally, the easiest way to bypass two high safeties is have a guy who's so small he can just squeeze through. He can literally just squeeze through the two high safeties because he's 5'7", 155 pounds. You know who's a lot easier to see? Jalen Burks is a lot easier to see on a football field than Wondell Robinson. Davis, you might as well say teams are drafting these guys because they're going to have to pay less in like food and nutrition for them around the clubhouse because they don't eat as many calories. <laughs> I, I I unironically believe that Short King Summer will continue unabated as long as NFL defenses keep doing this cover too because the easiest thing to do is to throw these little seven-yard routes to these shifty guys beneath the safeties and just let them be water bugs and run around. Okay. Short King um, Summer, dude! Let's... I am, Ryan, Ryan, I literally am worried about this. Ryan Clucci, I literally am worried about Deuce Vaughn taking over for Pollard because you literally cannot see him until he gets to the second level of the defense. I'm yeah. very and worried. And Dowdle taking over goal line touches. Pete, close your eyes. Imagine a guy who plays for a team that's going to be losing a lot this year. They're always behind, it seems like. Um, he's playing again in a game he's expected to be behind. He's really the wide receiver one, nine targets, seven catches last week and a touchdown. People are going to love him this week, or they should love him this week. What are your thoughts on Nico Collins? 
Why, why did P have to have his eyes closed for that? Yeah, this is, kitchen's really messing up. You're, you're supposed okay. to have me in. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Happened yet? Close your eyes. And you're thinking, are. Nico. You're thinking, Nico Collins. What if I told you, you're actually thinking of Adam Thielen, who had yeah. seven catches and a touchdown for a team that's going to be playing behind this week against the Seahawks on the road in the late Hammer game. That's all I'm saying with Adam Thielen, and we can move on. He's all yours, Kitchen. More Adam Thielen for you to play in DFS because uh, no one Tank. else is playing him. Tank Dell's a trap. I said it. Uh, Justin oh Jefferson or Tyreek Hill? Do you do you ever bother coming to this Justin show Jefferson with anything or other than what happened last week? Dude, I've never seen someone so prepared. He's setting up his whole late swap strategy for, for Adam Thielen. <laughs> yeah, Davis. You would think that Davis would listen to that as the guy who – makes uh negative ev swaps two out of every three weeks um all right <laughs> jefferson or tyreek jefferson for me tyreek would you consider playing them both pretty hard drafting giving us a sixty thousand dollar salary yeah, I mean, cap how, how? don't you don't you just think that the nine thousand dollar guy ends up being owned a lot more than the ninety three hundred dollar guy like might you might you could get like a five percent delta in ownership between the two you think I so think. I mean, that is my that is my guess. I mean, obviously it's Wednesday and there's like four injuries that we don't even know about that are going to happen because that's the way the NFL's work this year. I guess the other thing that could shift it for me being wrong is that people just really want to stack that game. That people really want to do like yeah. Herbert, Mike Williams, Justin yeah, Jefferson. So I could little, be wrong. Yeah, it's gonna be more fun to build that game. It it really, I promise you, it is not hard to build a Jefferson Tyreek team. It's gonna take one thing for cash games. Adam Thielen. You know what it is? Well, no. I mean, it, Adam Thielen or Tank in that spot, but Minshew <laughs> will be the guy you, you'll need huh. to pay. Because Ford, any one of the 6K uh, running backs, and then one of the cheap the Tank or, or Thielen. You stacking it up with Kyle like Granson? Chig or Kylan Granson in the tight end spot, and then an easy flex play for 6K. Like it can be done and probably will be the optimal cash game strategy come Sunday. All right. Uh, other receivers that you are looking at this week, Pat. Uh, you know, I didn't mind your Mike Williams one. I gotta say um, he was, he was seeing a lot more underlying volume last week. He did get a bit unlucky. I thought if you look yes. at the season long profiles side by side with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, they look very, very similar now. Um, so I think in this game environment, it's a good one. Dave, I, I got a, I got one to throw out. Or actually, this is for Peter. So Christian Kirk was actually the initial guy that made you realize the DFS was dead. Where like he would be unowned, 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 thirty five percent on the week that he smashed. And DFS proved to be a little bit live last week. I think he was only like eight percent owned in the spy uh, Christian Kirk, but he he has the smash last week. What happens to Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver ownership this week between Ridley, Zay Jones, and Christian Kirk and and is actually is there a he smashed last week so we're off of him type meta here with Christian Kirk yeah I'm glad you brought that one up because I've been wondering what people are going to do with Calvin Ridley at 7200 where to me this seems like the perfect spot to swing back to Calvin Ridley mm -hmm. and I'm just curious if the market's going to do that his price comes down he burns people had a legitimately tough matchup. And I'm like as far from a Calvin Ridley apologist as you're going to find. But like the Chiefs defense is going to be really good this year, uh, I think. So I like going back to Calvin Ridley here. 
But I don't know, is this going to be like the Ayuk Debo thing from last week, right? Where it's like the market's too sharp. We're going to swing back again to Debo and Ayuk, who just went off, is going to be actually the lower owned of the two guys. Probably, right? I think yeah. we could also see more or less less 11 personnel this week from the Jaguars. Um, you know, they, they shifted heavy to, to Kirk getting way more routes against the Chiefs. But, you know, it's somewhat predictable that they would do that in, in that type of environment. Um, and Ridley is, or uh, sorry, Kirk is still running all his routes out of the slot. So I think yeah, it was just they were Ridley they were trailing last week, and Ridley was playing yeah. poorly, so like it just opened up for him. Yep. Yeah. What happened with yeah, Keenan I Allen think... last week? What's that? What happened with Keenan Allen last week? Up good, baby. I don't know if you heard, but the uh, Titans are a pass funnel, and uh, that's why I'm saying the last the guy way. I'm going to mention before we move on is Amari Cooper because I think I think he could have a you, why are you shaking your head at Amari Cooper? We just saw this like is just, this is just Deshaun Watson bag defending right here. This is not yep. bag defending. This is if anything def just saying he would be the guy we're for step away from the in, bag in, David. In tournament. Why wouldn't we be His, on Elijah Moore? Elijah Moore. Yeah if you're gonna do that play. Yeah. You're saving a thousand bucks and they have like the same profile. Okay. Yeah. What happened if you did that last week with uh, Keenan and Mike Williams. Here you are oh. charged with only caring about what happened oh. last week in your defense. Is no, that Cooper scored more points last no. week. We have. I'm going with the data that we have over the past two weeks. In order, the to data is that they're getting decision. the exact same amount of targets and routes. Yeah, I, I well, I'm just using the predictive stuff. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. Right. You'll see. You'll see. FanDuel lineup. Incredible. Hurry. Incredible stuff. We got to go. Okay. I'm going to start this FanDuel lineup with Amari Cooper. Don't care. Some some legendary bag defending here from Soccer Dave. We'll see. Yeah, you'll hey. see. Totally. At um, You're going Amari Cooper. I will take... Should I take Jerome Ford? I'll take Jerome Ford. No, don't. Setting up, setting up the giga stack that means, against your Tennessee Titans, or or someone's gonna have to go Tanny. No, no. All right, Pete. Pete was just getting a, a call from Friend Tech. Someone actually posted uh, his cell phone number in Friend no, Tech. A real tech, appliance tech. My my freezer and fridge uh, died overnight, so I'm trying to get a guy over here. Ace. Oh, miserable. Uh oh, yeah. Snowflakes be melting over there. All right, let's uh we got Jerome. I, I said Cooper and then Davis double down with Jerome Ford, which is just terrible. Uh Pat. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Davis is I had my eyes closed when Davis is talking about Tank Bigsby being phased yeah. out. Uh FanDuel famously, you gotta get those touchdowns. I'm gonna say Travis Etienne has the goal line roll against Ooh. a run defense that ranks 32nd in PFF's run grades. For 8K. Whoa. Whoa, someone is a multimillionaire, does not care about price. Okay, uh, Peter? Yeah, so uh, we played uh, Addison in the other lineup. I've, I've heard that it's uh, actually GTO to spend up for tight ends on uh, on FanDuel. Let's, uh, yeah. let's get TJ Hawkinson in here. Okay. I like it. I like it because everyone's going to be playing Andrews or Kelsey, especially Kelsey. Okay, uh, so it's back to me. We're gonna, we have to save some money. 
how are we going to do that <laughs> on FanDuel with a receiver? Things we've got to go ugly. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. What about your boy? If there's one person I can trust to get an ugly play into the lineup, it's one Mr. David Kitchen. What, what about you say, what about uh, what about Judy? I'm gonna say I was, I was say Mike. Trailer. I mean, he did get those long passes last week. Uh, I was gonna say Michael Thomas against Green Bay, but whatever. It's <laughs> a really nice PPR lineup. This side is PPR, right? Pull PPR. I want. No, I'm not putting this. I wouldn't put this lineup in a free roll. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I don't care how we finish it. Why Michael Thomas? <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, let's on half point PPR. Yes. <laughs> let's do Traylon. Let's do Traylon. Yeah, let's do Traylon. Like, all right, all right. Okay. You can put this in the tropical throwdown, the splash <laughs> swimsuit reroll now. Okay. Wow, uh, we are just right. we are just all in on on by far the worst game of all time. Yeah, yeah let's wrap this up. Freezer guy's gonna be here soon. Yeah, okay. Uh, Pat? Uh, I mean, I guess I'll go Cousins. We gotta, I don't want to do Watson, so I'm trying to save us from that. Yes, thank you. Someone had to do that quickly. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's put let's put in the uh, Miami Dolphins defense. Get, we have quite a bit of money to work with now. Okay, we got uh, seventy six fifty for a receiver and a flex, Pete. Okay, let's see. I mean, wide receiver is kind of gross this week. I wonder if we go three running backs here. Let's see. Can we? Ah, no. There's no way we can fit Bijan. Right? Uh, it's too much. Ramondre is free on. Yeah, Ramondre is sixty five hundred. That's great. Yeah, but Kenneth Walker is seventy six hundred. Uh, no, <laughs> so we should do that instead of Ford. It, who's whose pick was Ford? Isn't that how you started this? Davis. That was Davis. Okay. He picked then it after Davis I picked Cooper. Then Davis can defend if he wants to keep this in or not. Yeah, Jerome Ford is the best points per dollar play in my opinion on fan on FanDuel. How about hmm? What about how about this? Do we have any love for Jahan Dotson? Davis does, uh, apparently. Really. I think McLaurin yeah. is more interesting, although I guess yeah. he's probably more expensive. The price, yeah, was the only thing there. But I'm, I'm, I was just thinking of uh, Commander's wide receiver here, chucking a bunch. We know Sam Howell isn't afraid to uh, to sling it in garbage time. That's true. But I'm fine with McLaurin, too. He's, what, 1200 more expensive? Three, 1300 Howell just forgets Dotson exists after the first quarter. Yeah. What does this leave us? Eighty two hundred for flex. It's not bad. I mean, play Diggs. Yeah, a little Alave. Oh yeah, we could do the Diggs, Diggs, Diggs McLaurin Diggs, mini. McLaurin mini. Yeah, like yeah. That. Beautiful. I've heard you I want wide receiver in the flex in a free on roll. Yeah. It's it's at least it's at least worth the seventeen seconds it takes to click into the free roll. I think I literally can't get log into Fanduel. They they log me out every week and they want me every to reset week. my password every. I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm not doing. I'm never logging into Fanduel again. <laughs> I'll I'll log into something called the owners box before I log into Fanduel. <laughs> like what is the promo owners code, box? Promo code grinders there. Um, <laughs> man, we could do if you went Stevenson, Etn, and Kenneth Walker. <laughs> 
instead of Ford. You could get that's a grown that's there. a grown that's a grown man room. Man, it is. All right. Um, <clears throat> real briefly, because we are way over. Uh, again, total could not be here. That's why we're going long. Um, with legendary upside owner Pat Corain. <laughs> Do we have any tight end takes on the board? Chig got involved last week, and he's really cheap. Don't you get? I'm just glad that's where you want to start the tight end conversation is with Chig. I'm I mean, thinking what, of cheap tight ends. I mean, Sam Laporta. We should we should mention. Yes, uh, with Amon Ra banged up, he's running a lot of routes. Part of what they're doing. Kitchen, if you just got your James Conner bit, you Ertz might as well toss out Zach Ertz. Yeah, Ertz and Aconquo are the two guys that are cheap that people are going to be playing. Maybe Kincaid. Kincaid I, I honestly sets up pretty well this week. Kincaid, Kincaid, they, like I never thought this was going to happen, but the Bills are actually literally 100% serious about Dalton Kincaid as a slot wide receiver instead of Hardy, Shakir, or Sherfield. Like yeah. those guys are all playing very minimal snaps compared to Kincaid. The other thing is that last week they're both Kincaid and Knox saw their route participation decline. Um, but I think that was probably because they were playing the Raiders who just cannot stop the pass at all. And this week, like they probably want to at least like indicate to the commanders that they're willing to run on them. Commanders are not very good uh, against the run and they're better against the pass than the Raiders. So I think Kincaid and Knox will probably be back to that. Like week one, like, you know, massive 12 personnel usage and, yeah, I, I think Kincaid's a good play. What you said, this guy earlier, he went viral for an epic photo shoot cut, catching <laughs> his first touchdown. But Kylan Granson at thirty one hundred. I think this guy Drew Ogletree is going to be back this week. He was playing a lot of first team snaps in the preseason with the with the Colts, hmm. so doesn't feel that good. Downs also, Downs is the one short king we haven't mentioned on this show, but he he seems pretty good if Minshew starts. I'm honestly going to yeah. play some foul pits. I think he's he's so cheap. And <laughs> he has such a big share of what they're doing downfield, and like, I, like it, it's basically you're just like betting on kind of a deep threat, kind of dart throw guy, but he has tight end eligibility. So if if Waddle doesn't play, will Smythe get any more target share? Sure, maybe a little, but he's he's not really he's consolidated routes in a really nice way. But he's not, he's never really earned targets and he's not earning targets at all. Uh, so I'm a little bit more interested in trying to play it through either Barrios or Craycraft, I think. But he'll be out there a lot. I mean, his 94% route participation is the highest in the league at tight end. All right. Uh, let's get, let's wrap this up. Um, so I think, think that does it. Again, Tuttle could not be on the show if you missed it earlier. He is doing UCL projections. Not a bit. He is le That's legit part of his job. And um, secretly, I think he likes it. And he does a really good job for RG and the, and the team here. So going forward, we'll be starting at 1 Eastern, not 1.30 Eastern. So 1 Eastern, noon Central, just like the football game start on, on Sunday. And he'll be here for the first 45 minutes. That being said, special thanks to Pat Corain for, you know, being the, the guy willing to step up when literally no one else would. Uh, Pat, you can find his stuff at legendaryupside.com.
Facebook.com. I'm guessing it's more long form content by the <laughs> analysis that he gave on this show. Yeah, it no, is. you're and right. It's, it, it's is, great. it is long form content. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and very I, good. I, I narrated as well. If you want to check out the podcast yes. feed, Legendary Upside Podcast, uh, there'd be a free preview narrated, and, and uh, premium subscribers can get the whole. The whole article narrated, which takes about two hours. I love it. Uh, Davis, final thoughts? Um, you know, just don't play scared. Don't be, uh, it's, it's okay to be a slappy as long as you're not playing scared. Uh, those are my, those are the wisest words that I have to offer you. Okay. And Peter? I was just thinking, Dave, in the yeah. same way, a lot of people, you know, bought board apes solely yeah. for the number to go up. That's wrong. Right. You buy board apes for the community. In that same vein, you don't watch the swole cast for highly actionable information. You watch it for the community. And I just hope that everyone can take that lesson away from today's show. Yeah. I appreciate I that. To, <laughs> um, special thanks to producer Sosa. Um, he says he's not getting overtime for this, but he's actually a salary employee, so there, there is no overtime. And someone called Pat a step host, and I want to shout out Nathan Jones. He said, Pat's not the step host. He's the host who stepped up. So uh, we love you, Pat. Special thanks to you. We'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Here on the Swolecast, week four on RuddyGrinders.com. Peace. Peace.